Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Mike History, and I'm here with my guy, Niles. Um, We're going to get into some music that drops throughout the year, talk about some of the projects that we have been spinning nonstop, and um, we're just going to kick the shit. Um, But before we get into that, first things first, I just want to address the fact that, you know, the pod hasn't been here for quite some time. We took the summer off to um, delve more into community partnerships and get into touching the people in real life with real life events. So um, that's the reason why we've taken a step back. And then also there's just a matter of repurposing the audio platform to make sure that everybody's getting the most out of it, making sure that we're just making the best content that we can and not just going with the flow of week to week. And um, yeah, just making sure that we're producing high quality content. The goal is to, you know, be putting together content that the people want to listen to. And, you know, sometimes you just got to take a, take a step back, listen to the people in real life, and then come back to the table with more to offer. So that's where we are right now. Um, versus Mike History has start started as a podcast, but has expanded into a whole production house operation with uh multiple projects under our belt and we know we uh you know we got some more things up coming up ahead in november that i'm excited about and um i just wanted to put you guys put you guys on notice about and uh yeah so we'll go ahead and hop in and first we'll touch base with niles and see how this brother's been doing how's how's your year been my guy can't complain man you know it's been a good year you know, we on the right side of the ground, so every year is a good year. You feel me? Um, it's been cool. You know, a little, a little expensive, but it's been cool though. <laughs> you say that again. <laughs> yeah. It's been a little crazy. You know, inflation been wilding, but you know, I can't complain. Honestly, everything's straight. That's beautiful. Beautiful news. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So let's go ahead and get into it. You know, this is a I'll consider it's like a music rundown of sorts. And uh, this is pretty pretty good way to hop back into the flow of everything. Um, I'm curious to know, you know, your opinion on how the year has been on music side. I know that like we get we've had a lot of discussions um, online this year about uh, the state of music. People saying R and B is dead. The decline in hip hop sales. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people like Taylor Swift re-releasing albums, re-recording, re-releasing re-recorded yeah. <laughs> albums, excuse yeah. me, and then just, you know, the the big business that touring has become. Um, so we got a lot to touch um, and lot, a lot to cover, and I just want to get your initial thoughts on how music's been this year. Uh, music been straight, honestly. I mean, I think the decline in hip-hop sales I wasn't surprised when I when I was hearing about that and seeing it, you know, because hip hop is definitely um I'm not gonna say it's well, yeah, I mean in a way it's mass produced. It's the biggest genre in the world. So it's definitely a format that we all stick to and that's what sells records. But at the end of the day, we people, we changing every day, we changing, you know, every month, every year. We wanna hear some um I don't wanna say hear something different, but we wanna we wanna see things be approached a little different. You know what I mean? It's been a real same process with a lot of artists, but 
all in all, it's still some good hip hop coming out. Good hip hop, good R and B. I don't know. I don't know where you got the R and B is dead part because R and B been alive and kicking the past couple of years for me, <laughs> truthfully. But well, you know that you was know. that was the whole thing behind uh, Puff's rollout earlier this year. Before, oh, gotcha, before the Love gotcha. album yeah, came out, he's R and B is dead, and everybody like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. R R and B is definitely not dead. In fact, R and B was kicking a little bit, you know, more than hip hop has been in the past couple of years. So. Nah, R&B rocking. But everything else has been, you know, on point. A lot of good stuff came out this year. Um, Taylor Swift, I mean, that's just what's going on with her is, one, she up. I'm not, I'm not even going to sit here and hate on Shorty. She up. Like, the fact that she could re-record shit and get double the copies is, is ridiculous. But in the same token, it's like, it's definitely a privileged situation. Because if you're in a bad, you know, uh, predicament with the manager that took the rights and the masses and all that shit, some of us just charge to the game. She just mm-hmm. fucking re-record the whole shit. Like, that's just privilege, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I don't even know what to say about that, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild. Well, th- this is the thing, like, um, well, first and foremost, I want to speak to her re-recording her, um, her music. Uh, for people who aren't in the know, like, she was represented by um, Scooter Braun. an executive named Scooter Braun, who mm-hmm. represented other artists like Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And they had a bad falling out, and Scooter Braun basically just refused to give her back her masters. Yeah, gang ass. I mean, gang. <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to an artist at the caliber of Taylor Swift, I mean, it's understandable. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's like somebody asking you to give back gold bricks. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I think yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but right, um, right, right. speaking to that just a bit further, um, because the numbers came back for Taylor's uh the the 1989 Taylor's version. And she did 1.5. 1.5 is crazy. For an album that... That came believe, out 12 years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this... And then uh, a news article from Billboard dropped earlier today that said, record labels are set to enforce new rules that prevent artists from re-recording their projects from 10 to 30 years ago following the success of Taylor's version. Um, and I find that so funny because uh, previous to prior to taylor swift recording her um all of her music over there were plenty of artists who were doing this it's just that they weren't successful at it so the fact that it was a rule that was enforced that the labels didn't see as valuable until somebody huge came along and um and re-recorded their music i find it interesting um yeah and it just it just goes to show the state of the industry in terms of like how profitable how profitable it is for the artist versus the label. Yeah. I mean, but my thing is, I, I like to keep things at face value. My thing is, Taylor Swift ain't really that popping. That that's that's where my head be at most of the time when it comes to her and her music. It's like, yo, if, if this was like Michael Jackson or some shit, I'd be like, all right, cool, I get it. But like, she ain't that pop to me, she ain't that popping. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, here, I don't want to, I mean, I already said I was going to hate on her here. I'm hating mm-hmm. on her. But it's like, she's not, she can't sing that well. The music, I don't really hear it in the streets. I don't really, I don't, I don't hear the shit. I don't, I don't hear Taylor Swift in public. I just don't. And the fact that it's, you know, doing this well is, I mean, I guess it's, you know, good shit on her, but I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very weird. It's very, very weird. Um, Definitely. It's definitely odd. For somebody, yeah. for for someone of her level, you would think that there would be more virality behind her content. Like, yeah. Um, I know that we're black men speaking on a white woman, but definitely. Um, 
it it is indicative that like I feel like a lot of the time where we see Taylor Swift, she's kind of being forced upon us versus you know just recapping, yeah, just looking back, is, yeah. just looking back on the Renaissance tour. You know what I'm saying? Like in mm-hmm. the ecosystem that surrounded that tour, um, the viral videos, the tour videos, the costumes and outfits that um went along with it the merch um all of the Travis Kelsey shit that is absolute force fed upon us the whole NFL shit yeah we ain't asked for none of that (laughs) yeah versus yeah versus her involvement with the NFL which has been very much forced upon um audiences so um I definitely can speak to that because it's you know it's, it's very odd and um yeah I would say that people are more invested in the brand of Taylor Swift versus the content that she produces. Um, And I think that she would be better off, not better off, but like she will find uh, an easier place to land post her career. If she figures out how to take whatever fan base she has now and transfer that to like a different industry or a different, um, a different venture because if she can't keep the same type of fan base that she has now for music and bring that to other places, then, you know what I'm saying? No one wants to be an artist forever. No one wants to tour forever. Um, yeah. Or just live under the thumb of a label. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. No, I, I think she'd be fine. I mean, she already did the tour, the movie, the, um, the movie for the tour or whatever that's going to drop, I think in a couple of days, that's going to have crazy box office sales. I mean, I think she's she she Gucci, bro. Like the fan base is insufferable. These white women don't give a fuck what she do. They gonna support it either way. Like it's just it is what it is. I mean, I, I just I just wish that the music was better. That's that's my whole thing. I'm all about the music. Like I mean, people can the, the numbers has become the the talk, you know, in music for God knows how long. I just wish the music was just better to where it made more sense while I was reaching this level. You know what I'm saying? Like when Billie Eilish came out and won eight Grammys. And then you heard the album and go, oh, I get it. It's a great album. You know, when Adele drops her album every five, six years, it's great music and accolades come with it. You know what I mean? I just find it weird how she's popping, but nobody plays her shit. Like, I don't hear it. I only hear it on commercials or whatever, like movie trailers. I don't get like, I, I don't hear it in the streets. I don't see music videos i don't see it on social media it's it's, it's just weird <laughs> it's a little sad you know crazy all right well let's move on to um let's move on to r&b you know because that okay. was a that was a very big um topic of discussion earlier in the year and mm-hmm. and we've um you know we've gone on to see multiple great army projects be released this year and i think that even in quarter four we're still getting still going to get um a couple of more projects a few more projects that um are impactful to you know the releases the major releases of the year Mm -hmm. um one of the major highlights that and i'll get to your opinion on where r&b has been all year in general but i want to speak on this really quickly the Mm -hmm. fact that um going back a couple of months to when Coco Jones won Best New Artist at the BET Awards. I mm. thought that that was very major. Um, yeah. And the reason for that is because um, one, her album, her, her album did well, 
But mm-hmm. outside of her album do, doing well, she now has a platinum record in ICU. Yeah, good job. And great, amazing record. Yeah. And um, and her winning Best New Artist at the BET Awards is is huge to me because Ice Spice was also in the category, and Ice Spice mm-hmm. had an amazing year. So if we're if we're, you know taking BT's opinion at face value at the very least. And mm-hmm. they're telling us that this is the artist that you should be looking out for and not that artist over there who mm-hmm. you see everywhere. Um, I think that's very indicative of, you know, the direction of where R&B is headed in terms of quality. It seems right. like we're moving into an era of prestige R&B. And it's very exciting to me because um, we haven't really been there for quite some time i would say for like at least five years we haven't really been in a zone of like people holding our r&b to a high regard or or viewing it or viewing r&b artists as people who they need to collaborate with in order to make good music and it seems like we're getting back around to that space especially with the decline Mm of uh hip-hop sales and things of that nature and i just want to get your opinion on you know the year in total um me personally I think R&B has been good past four or five years. I mean, I would like to think after um, 2016, when we got Blonde, See at the Table, and Fraudian, in all in like three weeks, I think that was the beginning of something special. You know what I mean? I think over mm-hmm. the past couple of years, we've gotten a lot of classics. I think now it's kind of just, we just fine-tuning certain things with other artists. And it's also been a little bit of... um a little, a little bit of misleading with genres. I think a lot of black artists are not being mm. labeled R&B, you know, and, but they're making R&B music, you get what I'm saying? So, like, I think I think we're good. I mean, like, it's just, just some just some small changes. You know, Coco Jones had a really good year. Um, Lucky Day, I think, is about to drop soon. I think I saw it on Twitter uh, recently. He's about to drop soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we got a good classic from uh, Snow Allegra. Sir gave us a classic in the past five years. Like it's, it's it's Ari Lennox is popping, Scissors popping, Jasmine Sullivan's popping, Joyce Rice is popping, hers popping, uh, everything. Like it's it's the the females are whooping ass. Let, 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 let me let me get that. Let me let me just get that case in point in right now. Like the women have been washing us in R and B and and rap for for a good minute. Like they they've been providing something new, something creative. They they you can you can feel the passion in the music with, with a good chunk of them. Like they really they on our ass. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> you know, we we real unmotivated right now in R and B and hip hop. So I think yeah, I think I think R and B is straight. I, I think it's in a better state right now than hip hop is. Well, the hip the hip hop that we see the most of, or mainstream hip hop. You know, I think it's, it's I think it's doing just fine. I don't really see a decline in that happening. It's only gonna get higher because the only way is up. You know what I mean? But I think R&B has been good, you know, honestly. I And I agree. Do you do you have anybody um, on your radar that you think that people should be looking out for right now? Uh, let me think. Um, I just I just tapped into this rap, uh, this singer named Fable. P-H-A-B-O. Yeah, P-H-A-B-O. He got some good joints. Ospino's latest album was really, really good. Um let me see. Uh, I mean, I this could be R and B. Actually, it, it's it's leaning towards R and B. There's a um, singer, rapper, producer from uh, from London 
named Rags Original, who is incredible. Like he has an album called Bear Sugar. That is the album of the year for me. It is the album of the year. I was playing, actually, uh, my man Drew, I was playing in the car. Shout out to Drew, with the boys all day. He was playing in the car. We was going, um, going to Brooklyn and, or coming home from Brooklyn. And it was incredible, <laughs> like an incredible project. Um, he, he got it, he got it locked. And to me, per, me personally, Cleo Soul's the illest thing in the game right now. The mm. illest thing in the game right now. Like she is the illest. Like there, there is nobody is fucking with Cleo Soul right now. Nobody. Not even that. Make me swear. <laughs> no, no, that no, Tyler. No, she, she, no, that Tyler joint is popping. I ain't gonna Tyler lie. Got popping. it. I ain't gonna lie. It's popping. It's popping. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good joint. It's 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 popping for sure. But we gotta we gotta see more. We gotta see more from Shorty. But no, nah, it's I definitely up. That 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 water joint is definitely hitting. But I'm talking like just. Music that's going to stand the test of time, you know what I'm saying? Like Cleo Soul has been four for four for like like every release she's dropped is fucking crazy, man. Like her voice is incredible. What Inflow does with the production is incredible. Like they they ain't playing. They ain't ain't they ain't they ain't playing. Must agree. And she's working hard, dropping two projects in a year. Mm-hmm. Yep, two projects in a year, and they, and and I kind of we all kind of felt that because with the Heaven joint, we was like, oh yeah, this is cool, but we want a little more. And then Gold came out like two weeks later, and it solved all our problems. Like, all right, you're cool, <laughs> we straight. You know what I mean? But yeah, she's the illest man, the illest thing in the game right now, Cleo. So without a doubt. Mm. All right. Well. um, all right, let, let's go ahead and get into the wrap of it all then. You know, um, mm-hmm. I guess, in terms of the whole year in, in scope, and then I guess we'll get more close, we'll get closer to the uh, releases that have just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, Hip hop has been in decline from, from a sales standpoint, but um, overall, I think that people have been. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? People have been um exaggerating the state in which hip hop is in. I think that um the way we view hip hop today is is problematic because uh you know we view it as oh well it's the most popular genre in the world. Yes, it is mm-hmm. definitely the most genre. The, the most popular genre in the world. Uh, but we have to remember that it wasn't always the most popular genre in the world. And it mm-hmm. might not always be the most popular genre in the world. So right. hip-hop sales and decline doesn't mean that there is a lack of quality hip-hop artists to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. And in addition to that, I think that the artists that are considered mainstream aren't indicative of where hip hop is, you know, like music in general has about 10 artists who run everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just across all genres. So the fact that we keep trying to um, take artists from hip hop, not even just hip hop, I'll say, I'll say across the board. Um, We got about 10 artists from across all genres who run, who run the show. Mm-hmm. And um, the labels do this thing where they keep trying to take an artist who creates music in one genre and bring them up to that level of where the other 10 are, the Sam Smiths and the Adele's and Beyonce's right. and 
you know, um, the newer generation of artists, they don't want to create one genre anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody might want to sing. Somebody might want to rap. Like, we have artists like Drake now. Mm-hmm. We have Drake who raps and sings. Like, that's that was his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. From, like, from the that was, yeah, that was his literally his thing from the beginning. Like, oh, this is a rapper mm-hmm. who can sing, too? Like, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. We got Beyonce, who's rapping now. She ain't make, She hasn't made a whole rap project, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. consider her a rhymer. But no. we have artists of high caliber who are known for one thing, dipping dipping and dabbling into other genres we have a taylor swift who just did a record with ice spice like these things aren't so clear and cut anymore um Mm. and then we got we got black country artists you know yeah um who are just opening up that demographic of um opening up the audience to a new demographic Mm um so to bring it back to hip hop, I think that we need to give hip hop more grace in terms of um, the way it expands and evolves. And we also need to um, recognize that, you know, if if we aren't satisfied with where the genre is, then we can always go back and listen to the shit that already came out. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. kind of want to get Reference you points. back on that as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, it's, it's reference points, man. Like, we, we want to make the music that we always wanted to hear. You know what I mean? I think that we should stay. We should stick with that. You know what I mean? I think a lot of us, uh, we see what works, and then we we adapt. We we kind of go to what works. When I think hip hop is all about, you know, is just being yourself. Honestly, like if you if you if you if you can be yourself and make hip hop. You'll be you'll be just fine. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of us we just find the like this this year alone we got the whole Jersey Club takeover where we just take a fucking sample that we all know, put it over the put it over the Jersey Club beat, and then rap all loud and shit for 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 a minute and a half and it becomes a hit. You know when you can just be yourself. You know just be yourself and and I think you'll be fine. You know I mean how can I say this? It's like I don't know. I mean, just hip hop is like what? What? What's the album sell anyway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all we do is we on Spotify, title and Apple album music. There, there is no such thing as an album sale. Fifteen hundred streams is a fucking album sale. Like somebody can stream something for thirteen hundred, and it's still not an album sale. It is what it is. The lack of album sales doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't match. Like people still listen to the music whether whether it's sold or not because there is no such thing as a fucking album sale anymore. People don't go to People don't go to stores and spend nine ninety nine on a fucking album. You know what I mean? So, I, I think if people really just stick to what they like, it, it, it we will one we will come up with with better artists, and then we'll get better music. That's really what it is. I think all of us trying to stick to what works, what's hot. And I totally get it because we all we all do it. It's been it's been that way since the beginning of time. But I think it will be um, a little more impactful if we just realize what we liked. Or make what we make what we think is missing, and just stick with that. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of a lot of great artists in hip hop. And like I was going back to the genre thing, you said those black country artists. A lot of black country artists are getting kind of blackballed because, well, any genre really, they get blackballed because they don't look at this as country. They look at this as black music when they could just be country. Like there, there is no. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with a what's wrong with what's wrong with Tizo Touchdown's album being labeled as rap music? Why well, gotta be labeled as rap? You know, like 
that's not a rap album to me. That's that's a good amount of rock in that motherfucker. Like it's a great album. That's an album of the candidate. You know what I mean? So I I just think we we got to do more. We got to do better with the genres. You know, you know we'll figure it out throughout throughout. You know as they progress, but. I think uh, hip hop will be better off if we just kind of just make what we like and then make what is missing and then just tweak from there. I agree. And I think that um, we just, you know, it's, it's impossible to avoid, but we just have to sort of bring really back in terms of the influence of analytics on a genre. Like mm-hmm. this has never yeah. been, it, first of all, we already were getting into bad territory once we started to um, judge hip hop albums off of sales because this wasn't always even a genre that we could monetize. So yeah. the fact that that even became a metric for hip hop in general, and of course that be- that wasn't from the fans' perspective, that was from the artist's perspective with the 50s and Wayne's of the world um and the hoves of the world also but um we still have to acknowledge that like if we don't even know what a stream is why does it matter how many streams the artist did in their first week yeah what does it matter what an artist if 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 an artist has a billion streams and we know that somewhere in the world there's a, a room set up where there's a hundred phones playing this artist's song mm-hmm. over and over and over again for eight hours at a time then how can we trust the numbers to begin with you know what i'm saying like is what point is what is the point of using the numbers as a reference if we don't even know if the numbers are completely accurate right yeah we we we, we know what works we just focus on the wrong things you know what i mean like i, I, I vanilla ice sold 15 million we fucking hate vanilla ice you get what i'm saying <laughs> MC Hammer yeah. told twenty million. We don't care about MC Hammer. Let's let's just be real, you know. And, and that ha- that happened thirty years ago, you know. I I I think when you come across artists that are, you know, that are showing themselves in music and creating good music in the process, they're the ones that are gonna last. You know what I mean? The streaming shit is here now, but who's to say it's gonna be here 10, 15 years from now? You know what I mean? Like that's just really what it is. We thought Napster and Rhapsody was the end all be all, and now it's. We on this, you know what I mean? Things progress, you know. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You know, we gotta just, we gotta just keep elevating. You know, we keep elevating as people, keep elevating as artists, and we and the music will elevate. You know what I'm saying? That's just really, mm-hmm. that's really the process. You know what I mean? If you if you want to if you want to stay and and make some long lasting music in any genre, that's what you do. You elevate as a person, you elevate as an artist. And then at some point the music will elevate because who makes the who makes the music? It's not the numbers, it's the people, you know. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and shift into some of the most recent releases that mm-hmm. are um that have come across. So over the past couple of weeks, we've gotten a nice, a decent amount of new releases. Um, we got new Mariah the Scientist. We got new uh, Brent Fires. We got... Did you play the whole Mariah the Scientist joint? I did not. I did not. I haven't okay. gotten a chance to listen to it. Um, yeah. I but played one or two records. See, this is this is my thing about Mariah that um, may be controversial. Like, she 
to me can't sing. Right. <laughs> um, I'm just be straight up about it. She can't. I I don't I don't think that she's a great vocal artist, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't know how to make a good song or that she doesn't have a good ear. So that so and I say that to say that um I do listen to her music. You know, mm-hmm. like I do think that she has a couple joints that that slap. And I do think that she has been getting progressively better as an artist. But mm-hmm. um I think that you know my qualms with her uh are aligned with maybe some of the similar things that people may have to say about Brent, like singing off key or why did you choose that melody or, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what is going on in here? How is this process going? Um, yeah. so, I mean, shout out to her, but that's just, that's how I feel. You know, when you, when you get technical, there are some problems <laughs> with Mariah and there's some problems with Brent, but truth be told, the the average listener don't really care about the technical. Mm-hmm. Shit just sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like Mariah, you know, she provides melody, she provides harmony. She's not. She's not the best singer either. I, I, I agree with you. She ain't the best singer at all. But it works. You know what I mean? Like Brent does the same thing. Brent sings better than Mariah, one hundred percent. But if you really want to get technical, he ain't the best singer either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like it, it's all. It all. It's all over what sounds good, man. Drake think he Luther Vandross. He sings on every motherfucking song. Drake can't sing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drake can hold a note if anything, but that man cannot. He can't sing. You know what I mean? Like it ain't it ain't that crazy, but he he that's his bread and butter. Singing, rapping, singing, rapping. Because it worked. All right, let's go ahead and get into the Drake album since we're here. Um yeah. you know, it was a very polarizing album. I feel like the people who liked it liked it, people who didn't didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there's a lot of controversy and conversation surrounding this latest Drake release. And I kind of want to get into your feelings about it. Um, in in retrospect, after going, you know, a few weeks listening to it, um, it's like the last two, three albums. And that, that comes with the album and the outrage from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, we just do this thing, me included, where we get a Drake album, we're mad that Drake didn't do anything different but then we're like of course he didn't do anything different it's drake <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like drake has yeah. a he has a format has a template has a process he has a way of going about rhymes he has a way of going about you know uh singing he had a certain kind of you know way of just making records and we like him for making these records but we can't we can't get mad at dude for you know not trying to elevate it i mean if we can but it's drake you know what i mean it's like that's just what it is you know mm-hmm. it's it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? And and of course he can make a timestamp Drake album, you know, 13 songs, 45 minutes, but will he? No. Can he? Definitely. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just yeah. it is what it is. But um, for all the dogs, it, it's a, I don't, I don't hate the album at all. It's a solid album. Um, Way too long. And that's my, that's my one like huge gripe with Drake. And it's been that way since, since views. He makes his albums just too damn long, man. I love Drake. I mean, but, they're way too long. I really wish it it, it would be in the in another with the same type area, anywhere between twelve to like fifteen joints. Twenty, twenty one, twenty two joints is just I nah. Not for the four straight release. 
We got it for views. We got it for more life. We got it for Scorpion. And we got it for uh, Sir Lover Loverboy, Her Laws, and now this. That's six joints all above 19 records. It's like, ah, <laughs> you know, that's just way too much. But I get why he's doing it. The people love it. So it is what it is. But it's a cool album. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad album. It's cool. Mm. Yeah, so I think that when the conversations surrounding Drake releases are always funny to me because um they always become so loaded for some reason. Yeah. And and that has always confused me. And whenever I um seem to challenge this, especially online, people get aggravated. And mm-hmm. you know, um I myself am a Drake fan. I'll be the first to tell you that, but right. I'm not in any type of way trying to convince anyone to like music that they don't like. Mm-hmm. I just want people to admit when they don't like something, when they don't, when they begin to not like an artist for things that happen outside of the music, like, mm-hmm. and that's, which is okay, but people always try to bring it back to the music. Um, when it comes to this, when it comes to this, to this specific release, um, a lot of the criticism that I saw surrounding it was about how the subject matter hasn't necessarily changed or um, the type of lyrics that he has featured on the album um, are a little bit more misogynistic than they usually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or a complaint about the features. But, you know, um, what I don't really understand is, and, and you know, all of those things have are, are rooted in valid criticism. Like, I think that you can make a valid argument out of any of the things that I've named. However, I think that people are way more criti- uh, critical of Drake in this category than uh, maybe other um, other artists of his caliber or yeah of, of his caliber or or that have come in the past. Right. And I use and I use Hove as an example. Mm. Um, when you when you go back and look at somebody like Hove, right, mm. his in his earlier career, you get Blueprint. I mean, uh, you get Reasonable Doubt, Volume right. One, Volume, volume Two, one, Volume Three. Two. Yeah. Then you get Blueprint. Yeah, Dynasty then Blueprint. Dynasty than Blueprint, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Outside, I mean, I mean, for the most part, and yes, there is a story that happens from the first album to up into Blueprint, but whether, um, depending on who you ask, you could say that the same case can be made in his in in his um, and with 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 his discography in terms Um, of subject matter in terms of subject matter the Mm -hmm. subject matter is developing and is growing over time and i don't think that it's even fair to say that that hasn't happened on drake's end but for the most part we're talking about the same types of content um up until about i would say about the blueprint era and then we get the same uh content from the blueprint era basically until i would say um kingdom come and then kingdom come until now is like the third so there's a few more iterations in that but i I get what you're saying i get what you're saying and um 
you know, I just I don't I don't understand what what people are looking for, and and then I I even compare the two and um in another way in so in the way that Drake is super versatile, meaning that he can rap, he can sing, he can do all of these different melodies or touch, work with all of these different artists from different regions, uh, in the world and the country alike, and make it all work. I feel like when it comes to Drake, people are overly critical of his music because of how versatile he is. So because he can go and do this stuff with the Canadians or he could go down to South America or he can go to the Caribbean. Jamaica or whatever, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people begin to think that he now has to cater to the sound that they prefer from him. And that's really, I think, where the disconnect comes into play for me. Because like, I don't think that the album was fantastic. I agree with you that it was too long, but I don't think that this album is any indication of a fall off. I think that, and I I think that not based off of the quality, not based off the quality of this album specifically, but based off of the albums leading up to it. So previously we got Her Laws. Before that, we got um, Certified Lover Boy. And uh no, before that we got honestly never mind. Then before that, uh How about that um fuck. Certified Lover Boy, and then before mm-hmm. that, Dark Lane Demos. That that's not a bad from Dark Lane Demos from Dark Lane to to now. I don't think there's really been a ton of bad music. You know, no, it, the, the Drake 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 doesn't make bad music. You know what I'm saying? Like let me let, let's let's just make let's just get that. He doesn't make bad music. I think um, we just me. I'm, I'm just going me first. I'm not going to go with other people think. Me personally, as a Drake fan, I've been listening to Drake since 2008, 2009. Like I just want to hear dude rap. Like the whole timestamp thing. There is, you know, like the, that's the whole the whole cater thing. How he shouldn't cater to what other people think about. He just made music. But I think when t- when timestamp Drake pops up, whenever we see that 9 a.m. whatever the fuck it is, whatever city. We know Dude gonna rap, and whenever he raps, everybody loves it. And I think all of us is like, bro, just give us this, just give us ten to twelve joints. I don't give a fuck who make the beat. Just give us ten to twelve joints. You know, thirty five to forty five minutes. Just give us this. Just give us this. Of course, throw throw one or two hits in there. You know what I mean? But just, just keep it in this level. We got we got the singing. We got the rap slash sing part. We got the we we got the emotional shit with the with, what a time to be alive. You got some emotional stuff in there. Take care, got some stuff in there. Never the same, got some emotional stuff in it. We 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 know that. We just want you to rap because when that's the problem. This the the discourse with Drake is like Drake is the rappy singing guy, but everybody that know when do rap, he's one of the greatest of all time when he actually feels like rapping. But it's like yo, why do you get in that bag every blue moon on a timestamp joint? Just do it here. <laughs> you know, just do it here. And there's, there's been times where he's done that, but I want you to, me personally, I want you to go full throttle. Like, yo, just give me twelve timestamp joints, <laughs> and you know, that's it. Just give me twelve. I don't care who do it. Forty, uh, uh, uh take Keith, Metro, Boomin. Uh, I don't care who. Just, just rap for thirty five minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> 
No, continue. What's the problem with that? What's the, what's the problem with that? That's all I'm saying. What's the problem with that? Drake is one of the greatest of all time. I think Drake is top 10 all time. But the, 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 there's no there's no stopping that. Like, Drake is one of the GOATs, period. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what it is for him. But his bread and butter has been rap sing, which he's been done great with that. He's been doing it for 15, 16 years. But we all know that when dude rap, he's insane when he raps. The 8 a.m. in Charlotte shit is probably the best song on the album, and that's the one song where he raps. That's all I'm saying. I think real hip hip hop fans, people that love hip hop, people that love music, and they love Drake when he does that. We would we would go crazy if he comes out with a fucking you know uh, 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 album called fucking 10:45 in Calgary and it's 13 joints and it all it's all rapping. You know what I mean? It'd be great. I agree. I agree, but I also don't think it's happening. I think oh, it's that, definitely not happening. It would have happened by now. <laughs> I think that I don't think that the way I think that people think that Drake doesn't want to cater to his audience. I personally think that he's trapped. Like I think I that Drake is a brand. Drake Drake knows that. He's it's a brand. It's I a think, brand now. Like he's sticking to that. Yeah. And I think that and I say trapped in the sense that he's in a weird space where he's amongst the Taylor Swifts and Beyonce's of the world. Most definitely. But he can't, but his core audience still loves him for rapping. And, you know, there isn't anybody, how many people are of the top, top tier artist level that are rappers? They're all singers outside of Jay-Z, but is Jay-Z even considered a rapper anymore? Is that that guy's, has so many hyphenates that you know. Yeah, Jay is Jay. You know, he, right. Jay is Jay. Like so, so I feel like I, I I say that in the sense I say that he's trapped in the sense that like he may want to do a timestamp album, but in doing a timestamp album, you're alienating. You might, you might lose certain a audience very large demographic of your audience. Mm-hmm that may say oh well he's just going back to catering to black artists again so we don't have no reason to pay attention to him so he's in probably so if i had to assume i would probably say that i mean he he probably wants he would probably like to because look at look at an album like if you're reading this is too late that was like the sweet spot he wasn't too he wasn't too big to Mm -hmm. not be able to not cater to his fans and he was big enough that he could release an album that catered to a specific subset of his fans that everybody will go on to like. He can't yeah, do, it, he can't, it, he wouldn't be able to, he wouldn't even be able to put that same album out now. No, it would just be, no, it, it, would, if, it would be received if, completely if, differently. If you're reading This Is Too Late was, it came out at the perfect time and it was a perfect mixture of, it was, it was, it was a, the maturation, you know, I, I I actually just thought it was off, off the cuff, and it might be kind of true. I might have to play to really, like, really see if this this makes sense. But if you read this, it's too late. It's so far gone too. Like there's, it's it's the same approach. You know what I mean? It has the the right amount of rapping, mm-hmm. the right amount of singing. You know, there's some R and B joints here. There's some really really good rap joints there. Like it's, it it caters to every single demographic of of Drake's fan base, and it came out at the perfect time. And I think that was the beginning of a new iteration of drake where we had the first three albums all monsters too late was like oh shit he's this is a different era and then we get the what time to be alive we get views and i hated views when it came out hate it love it now but i hate it when it came out <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like it's just 
it, it, I think it came out at the perfect time, and 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 maybe he is trapped. That's why I think he, he he's taking a break, which is which is great. I think um, a good chunk of artists should take a break. I get the whole we got to keep dropping, got to keep dropping, dropping once a year, once a year. But like it's just this this rap shit is is not it's not easy. This this artist shit is not easy. This music shit is not easy. He's been doing it, you know, for the better part of 15, 16 years. You know, he, he definitely should just take a good year and a half break. I mean, raise his kid. He's going to keep making money. Ain't, 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 ain't nothing wrong with that. He's going to keep making money and come back 2025 strong. Maybe with a timestamp album, maybe with something else. I don't know. But we're going to be open to hear whatever he, he, he drops because at the end of the day, we love Drake. You know what I mean? We might, we might, hate, for, we might hate Drake for what's going on in certain situations, but we, we hate him because we love him. It's like, yo, dude, man, it's just we fuck with you, dog. Just just make just make this. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Just make you this. Know? Just make this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was, it, it's funny. It's, it's also funny. The, the Drake and Hove comparison. Now I'm thinking about it. It's so funny because Hove wouldn't even respond. The Hove's response to people telling him what type of music to make would be completely different from Drake's. Like, nigga, yeah. like buy my old albums, nigga. Like, that, no, <laughs> like I ain't even everything. entertaining this. Like, yeah, Hove was like, bro, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you saying. Like, if you want my old shit, just buy the old album. You know what I mean? Like that's just really that's that that's what cements that whole entire like point. Like, yo, if you want to hear my old shit, just play my old shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not and going I think, back there. And I think that Drake would be better off if he just said something of that nature too. Like he would be perfectly fine if he said that. Like not not addressing it at all, not addressing yeah. that your fans, like not addressing that there are multiple categories of your fans that want different versions of the music that you make. I think is mm-hmm. is gonna be problematic, as as especially as he gets older in his career because it's like, like, you got art, you got people saying, oh, make an all rap album or oh, make an all R and B album. By the time mm-hmm. he gets to the point in his career where he's like, all right, I got enough shit off my back where I could create the type of album that I want, where the label is not really looking at me to keep the lights on, then is it might be too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nobody want a 40 year old. I mean, at least it doesn't sound appealing at, at, right. at the point of where his life is right now of uh, an, an R&B album from a 40 year old Drake. Like, yeah. that don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there ain't too many yeah, popular 40 year old R&B artists. I think some of us <laughs> is just fine with the old Drake, truthfully. Like, if he, if yeah. he, like, we, but that's why people look for all the dogs, like, oh, yeah, this is cool, but this ain't for me. And it's perfectly fine because I got so far going i got views i got another one saying i got all these albums that i love i'll just stick with this while you take a year and a half break you know what i mean a lot of people have that same sentiment so that's what happened man i love drake yeah well moving on um what do you what are you excited for um that should be rearing its head by the end of this um, year project uh the hillbillies I can't mm. wait for this Hillbillies album. Oh my god! Then it's not—it's not even the album per se. It's going to be—I can't wait to see like white hip hop fans that dissect every single Kendrick Lamar lyric, absolutely have their heads blown off when they realize that it's none of those dissecting lyrics in the album. It's just going to be just. Kendrick and his cousin having fun for 30 minutes and it's going to be fucking incredible. They're going to be like, oh my God, there's no, there's no substance. Shut the fuck up, bro. This this music is going to be great no matter how you slice it. Kendrick is going to do the medicine and applesauce thing like he always do. Create great hits. 
and there's going to be some substance in there, bro. You're just worried about this shit is pull surprise worthy. Dog, we got five albums like that. Kendrick Lamar is my – he's top three favorite rapper of all time. I love Kendrick. Been playing him since 2008, 2009. Actually, no, a little bit later, 2011. We've gotten Good Kid, Man City, which is a fucking hood movie. To Pimp Butterfly is a, is, a, is, a, is a case study on being black in America. Damn is a fucking chore to listen to. I love that album. It's a fucking chore. And Mr. Morale's a goddamn therapy session. That shit is heavy. I want my man to have fun. <laughs> That's why I can't wait to hear this Hillbilly album because Keem is the perfect guy for that. He's the little cousin. Like, yo, bro, come on. Let's, let's hop in this booth and let's just say top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, and let's go up, bro. Let's have fun with this shit, bro. We make it too much money to be this fucking series. So, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for this Hillbilly album. It's going to be like 12 songs, 30 minutes, just absolute ignorance, crazy beats, incredible flows, incredible rhymes. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> I can't wait. What do you What do you think is the over-under on Kendrick, you know, addressing some of the hate that's been coming his way on his new uh, Hillbillies project? Oh, he 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 might he might he might he might shoot a couple shots. He might holler at him. Well, one thing about Kendrick is he listens to everything. You know what I mean? He may not say something, but he listens. So he might he might send a couple shots to some 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 of the audiences that are sending him hate. He might send a couple shots to some of these rappers that's that's you know trying to shoot shots at him because he's not the this rapper per se, but he's definitely listening. I mean, come on, the control verse tell you everything. Like he listens, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I mean, he he might he might the not. Fact that that's still not on DSPs is crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, honestly, uh, it, it might be a sample thing. I don't know what's going on, but it, it's that, honestly I, too late for it to be on DSPs. Yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it's it's. I, I think he he might shoot some shots. He might not. I don't really care for that, man. I just want to hear the the effect that Keem has on Kendrick because we heard it on Range Brothers, we heard it on Family Ties, we heard it on um uh um oh, what's the other joint I'm thinking of right now? Um, man, I can't think of the third joint. Uh. Yeah, I'm blanking. But yeah, like it's whenever Keem works with Kendrick, it's always like just some fun sounding. Oh, the hillbillies, yeah, but the hillbillies joint. Just is whenever you hear them two, they just having fun, man. And I, and I love it. I love it so much because Kendrick is he's like that. He's actually a really crazy, funny dude. Is that you don't get that with these heavy ass albums he's dropping every three, four years. So I can't wait for it. But yeah, he'll I'm waiting on hillbillies. This next Vince album, this next Tyler album. Um. Uh, who else? Um. Uh, King. Uh, King Tyler Vince Kendrick. Um, yeah, just those right now. Honestly, just those right now. Um, Kenny Mason. I love Kenny Mason. Every time you drop a new album, I love whatever he's playing, whatever he's dropping. Um. Yeah, that's 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 it right now. Those five. All right. So now, as you said, you had a few albums um, listed throughout that released throughout this year that you wanted to touch on that. Um, what's some of your favorites? Um, well, I already said Bear Sugar, Rags Ridge Now. If you don't know, please get to knowing because that shit like I, I was um when I was on the, when I was in the car with Drew. I was like, bro, this shit sound like a Ryan Levy album. He was like, bro. Definitely do. Like it's not like a like a updated 2023 Ryan Leslie album. The beats are crazy. You play you you play that with your shorty all day, and it's it's, it's gonna rock. That's my album of the year so far. Uh, that uh, Gunner's album was crazy. Um, 
I think V's had an incredible album. Shout out to V's. That Ganger album was really good. Doja Cat albums shocked the fuck out of me. I was like, bro, this album's actually pretty good because I don't listen to Doja Cat. That shit was cold. Um, uh, Brent's album, that larger life shit is... Um, even Brent's crazy. Um, Tizo shit is incredible. Um, Mike and Wiki's album with the Alchemist is really good. Faith is a rock that was solid. Um, Cleo Soul's album was great. All both of them. Safa's album was good. Um, uh, let me see who else. Um, Nas, which is crazy. God's been out since 1992, still making great music. Crazy. Nas's album was good. Um, James Blake's album was good, Playing Robots in the Heaven. Um, Black Milk's Everybody Good album. That's in my top five, top ten for sure. Killer Mike album. And I'll name one more. Um, uh, that Terrace Martin album that just dropped. Mm. That Terrace Martin, Alex Isley. I forget the name of it. Uh, I, left, I left my heart. I left, I left my heart in the, yeah, I left my heart in Ladera. Yes, sir. And 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 the James Fallen EP that that whew, Terrence Martin ain't playing, but yeah, that's that's some that's some of my favorites, man. Some of my favorites. But the, the five the five off the top is uh, Tezos, Black Milk, V's, uh, um, a Rags Original, and Brent. Like those those five right there are my my favorites right now for sure. I play those a lot, a lot. Word. All right. Um, let me see. I mean, I don't have a, I personally don't have a list, right? But um, I can definitely go through a bit of what I was listening to this year because I try to, I try to do a playlist every year um, mm -hmm. of the music that I like and just keep it updated on the regular. But, you know, play like it's, Music releases so often that it's it's hard yeah, to keep up. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> so the Daniel Caesar album, um, definitely a highlight. I gotta put year. that there. That was good. That was a good album. Yeah. Daniel Caesar definitely was a, a has been a highlight of the year so far. Um, the Victoria Monet album, I'm loving. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, she's a fantastic artist, and you know, wish she would just get a little bit more recognition from the uh, extended industry. Um, for me, the West Side Gun album. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, the the Stove God cook. He, him and Stove God don't miss. You got to so, drive, man. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, what else we got? We got the, we got the, the uh, Leon Thomas album. The electric yeah, dust. yeah, yeah. I forgot about I, that joint. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a, that's a that's a good one. I enjoyed that a lot this year. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of rap, man, it, it, there hasn't been a lot of hip hop albums. I'm not gonna lie. Destin Conrad, Don, Don Tolliver dropped. Mm, he year? did. Don Tolliver did. did drop okay, yeah, yeah. He did. Mm -hmm. he did. Yeah. Um, uh, Destin Conrad, he just dropped an album. Submissive. Wait, I play that. that. That is really dope. That it's mm -hmm. um that's pretty fresh though, mm -hmm. and um yeah you know that's not I mean that's a little bit over the course of the year but that's pretty much that's been like a lot of the highlights I would say from my year um 
you know, music moves so fast these days that it's it's hard to keep up. It's definitely hard to keep up for sure. It's it's definitely very very hard to keep up. So I mean, if you if, if you gotta take your time within certain albums, do that. You know, because it's, it's just gonna be here. You ain't gotta play everything this year. You know what I mean? This year, you can you can definitely take your time with it. Things catch up on you. You know what I mean? So yeah, don't 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 yeah. Don't try. Yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, the Travis album dropped this year. I, I I enjoyed that a lot, but you know. That Astro World album was yeah. was just on a, like a different plane, different level. Yeah, like, it was it's a like, good album, but yes, yeah, Astro World was really really good. Um, just going through, we got a couple more. So Mick Jenkins dropped an album. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that that was dope. Um, Conway dropped the album earlier this year. I thought that was dope as well. Won't he do it? Um. Was Joey Badass this year or last year? I think that was last year. Uh, Joey Badass. Yeah, I think that it was, was last year. It was last year. It was last year. It was last year. But uh, he dropped Fallen. That's, he dropped a single Fallen this year. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the, the the Music Soul Child Hit Boy album. That had a couple cool. of joints on it. That was it wasn't, cool. honestly, it, wasn't, it didn't hit the way I thought it was going to, but... Mm. Um, I still enjoyed a couple of records off of there. Uh, what else did we get? We got we got um a Jazzy album. I thought that was dope. We mm-hmm. got Janelle Monae's album earlier this year. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I think that that's where I'll, I'll leave off. Yeah, I, I, I think it was. I think we had a good year for music. I think this year was a good year. It definitely started late, but um. Definitely started off late, but you know, once we got into the swing of things leading into the summer, I thought that you know we uh we did a pretty good job. Yeah, we finished. We finished off. You know, we finished off better than we finished better than we started <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess that that's where we could leave that off at. Yeah. All right, good brother. This has been a great insightful conversation. I appreciate you coming on the pod with me. No problem. No problem, man. All right. And um, we'll catch up again on another day. Fair enough. All right, folks. This has been another episode of Versus Mike History. I will, I will catch you guys at the next episode. Peace.